Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to my first ever podcast. Yay! I'm super excited. I'm still kind of working out the kinks in this app, um, mostly because I'm not entirely tech savvy. Maybe, maybe I could pay somebody a couple of dollars to kind of walk me through the basics of recording and editing. But hopefully I won't have to edit too much. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident in the things that I say most of the time. So hopefully, hopefully it won't be an issue. Um, so my name is Megan and I am the founder and the host of White-ish. And I feel like if you guys are offended by the name of my podcast, then you should probably just quit listening right now because more than likely I am going to speak about a lot of things that you find offensive and I'm not one to speak my mind and then take it back. So be warned, be thoroughly warned. I am unapologetic about majority of the things that I say. So, as I said before, my name is Megan, and I think that it would be suitable for me to use this very first ever episode of my podcast to kind of give you guys a little bit of background about myself. So, I am 21 years old. Yay! Never been more depressed in my entire life. Never understood why people can't wait to be 21. It's not like you weren't drinking since you were 15 because, you know, your parents just allowed that for you. It's it's safer to let your kid drink when it's illegal so that they don't do it behind your back, right? Yeah, okay, whatever. Anyways, no shade, no shade there. Raise your kids how you you see fit. Um, I am... A student at Ball State. I am a journalism and news majors, and then I um, am a minor in political science. I just recently dropped my comm minor because I hate myself. Double major and double minor. Not a good idea. I tend to be an overachiever and a perfectionist, and that is one of my most toxic traits. Um, so I am adopted into a white family. Yay! And I get a lot of trash for it. Um, but that'll, that will come in later episodes. I will go so deep. I will give you guys all the tea on the trash that I get. Um, so I, my parents have been married for like going on 30 years here soon. They're super in love. It's kind of gross. I have four sisters, two older and two younger. Um, they are both all of them, sorry, are biological to my adoptive parents. My adoptive parents, um, they brought me home from the hospital. They are literally all that I have ever known. And um, I love them so freaking much. I really do. It has not always been like that. And trust me, like I said before, I will not deprive you guys of the tea that about like how awful I was as a child and even now. Even now, I think that I'm kind of, kind of an awful person, but that's okay. I feel like we all have our own personal issues and then we like to like cover it up with makeup and, and education, um, not targeting anybody, but mostly myself, you know, (laughs) um, I tend to not live life on the edge while living life on the edge. I know that's very contradictory to itself. Uh, I like to be in my bed, but also like once in a while, I like to go do crazy things like drink a couple of drinks and then go back home because I'm not really into the party scene. I am 
Well, I'm, I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. I am a conservative Christian black woman. And as many of you know, that's not statistically and what I should be. I should be more left-leaning or liberal or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I'm not. I don't agree with a lot of the policies that are happening democratically. And that doesn't mean that I'm a Trumpster. Do not. I don't like I don't need anybody in my comments telling me, oh, so you're a Trumpster. Oh, so you voted for Trump. Oh, so you're a racist. I would like to say that apparently, apparently, I am not capable of being racist because I am a an African-American. So don't anybody come in my comments telling me I'm racist about the things that I have to say because I can't be. So sarcasm inserted there, sarcasm. Anyways, so uh, like I said before, a Christian conservative black woman adopted, raised in a middle class white family. And a lot of you are going to be like, oh, so you're privileged. Yes, I'm very privileged. My dad has a boat and that has really like set the tone for my entire life. Like having a boat has made me better than everybody else, like period. Uh, I get opportunities that nobody else does because my dad has a boat. Um, my dad is a children's and family minister, uh, youth pastor has been literally my entire life. Um, at times it's great and at times it's not, you know, um, but at the end of the day, that's what my dad is passionate about and, and his love for others has kind of seeped into my sisters and I. And so I, I would hope that you guys in meeting me or any the rest of my family would see that we genuinely we genuinely <laughs> not generally we genuinely care about you and we love you and we and we desire all good things for you and I feel that way unless unless you like black licorice then I probably don't always wish what's best for you I feel like that's that's a sin to like black licorice, but that's okay. Uh, my mom is a total BA. She is an RN. She's a charge nurse um, at a hospital. And then on top of that, because apparently that's like not good enough, she's also a professor uh, for clinicals. And I honestly, I can't complain to her about anything. She's like, you have it easy. Your life is good, babe. Like, you're getting sleep and and you're getting your education and you're doing what you need to do. Don't complain to me about it. She literally has done everything on the face of the earth. On top of raising five wonderful girls. I mean, I'm I feel like we're wonderful, you know. Maybe that's just a bias opinion. Um but my family is just it's a beautiful thing. We're, you know, I think that as a black woman and a white family, there's literally no better platform for me to speak out about how I feel about certain things. And I feel like, you know, this might sound ignorant, but I think that my voice needs to be heard. 
I think a lot of people are wondering and curious as to how that kind of structure works. How does how does a perfectly German background family think, yes, we're going to adopt a black child from the suburbs of Chicago. Um, and these, these episodes, hopefully, I will be able to give you guys my story and you guys will completely and thoroughly understand why my life is so amazing and why I take this opportunity to speak up about certain things. Um, do I like politics? Not really. Do I find myself constantly speaking about politics? Yes. But in the sense that if you're going to say something stupid about politics and not have something to like back it up, I'm going to slam you for it. Period. Period. That's just how it's going to work. That's life. I'm sorry. I, I try not to be ignorant in my in my belief system and in, in my um education to myself and policies and stuff but you know maybe maybe you guys can end up educating me on some things so anyways back to my back to my family structure so my oldest sister um she's amazing she's literally like my idol I adore her we were supposed to be single together and then um some random guy from the church came in and like swept her off her feet and now um now she's leaving me behind uh, a cranky single woman she is getting married in december so congrats to her love her so much um and then my second oldest sister has been married for almost two years and um she is bringing into the world my first nephew and i am so excited i'm gonna try not to tear up and be weird about it but honestly we're a we're a girl family and so i'm so excited to have a little bit of testosterone happening i i'm definitely going broke over planning for her shower and and all of the amazing things that come along with with nephews um my younger sister is we I, <laughs> it's a long story and I plan on speaking about that in an, like a separate episode. Like there's so many different things that I need to talk to you guys about and they just have to, like they, they are so deep that they just need an episode to themselves. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that for later, but she, she is, you know, living her best life and uh, she, she works. So that's cool. Working is good. Uh, my youngest sister, she's doing fine. She's great. She's she's 11. She's living her best life, still in my parents' house, obviously, because she's 11. And my parents, sometimes I feel like they forget how to parent. And sometimes I'm like, you know, mom, you need to spank your child. You know, you should probably discipline, like, like you know, like you did me. But whatever. It's okay. Okay. Um, I, like I said before, I adore my family and family is the biggest thing to me. And, and sometimes like people think it's oddly weird and maybe sometimes it is being that I call my, my mom or my dad at least six times a day. But at the same time, it's because it's because I don't really have, I don't have a significant other, which is fine. I really don't have time to babysit anybody right now. I really don't. Um, but also they are people in my life that have solidified their knowledge 
and their well-being for me and for others. And I think that that's very, very hard to find. And so until I find somebody else that has that equal amount of care for others and care for me and love for me, then I'm probably just going to continuously call my parents all the time. That's just how it's going to work. Um, I think that it gets weird for significant others sometimes too because they're like, wait, you call your parents every day? You see them like more than twice a year? You know, like you're in college. You're supposed to be living your best life. You're supposed to be out getting crazy. I'm like, no, no, my family is literally my 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 world right now. That's just how it's, it's going to be. And I feel like if you're not going to... Um, you know, be just as weird about being close to your family, then I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So uh, that is my entire spiel, kind of a little bit of background on my family. Um, A little bit more about me. I'm a train wreck all the time. There's never a time that I've ever had my life together. Never. And I just want to throw that out right now. This is not me speaking from an educated, higher up position. I am literally one of you guys, if not below you guys. I I have made really crappy decisions in my life. And like I said before, I am I am ready to spill all the tea about me, about the people that I've experienced in my life, because I, I really genuinely believe that it can help you guys. And I think at the end of the day, I'm willing to throw all of my business out there in hopes that you guys are able to learn from it and are able to take that in and be like, you know what, I'm not going to be like Megan because I don't, I personally would never want you guys to be like me. Never, 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 never in a million years. I also think it's very important for people to understand um that it's okay to break stereotypes. Stereotypical people are trash, yes. But people who are supposed to be stereotypical and are not, there are two different things that happen to us. Either we're super cool because what we're doing is trendy and we're edgy. We're living life on the edge. Like, oh my gosh, she's doing something completely different than what she's supposed to be doing. We love that. Or put her away, put her in a mental hospital, like get rid of her, exile, whatever the heck, because she's not following the structure that society has provided for her. And I just think it's, an amazing opportunity, while dangerous at the same time, an amazing opportunity that I have to be outside of the box. I feel like I'm a very like generally like well-rounded person. I still say like a lot and that might be an issue and I might need to like, yeah, there it is, like. I'm so sorry. I'm trying not to be basic, but sometimes it comes out. Sometimes it comes out. I just at the end of the, at the end of the day all I want from this podcast is not to be famous, it's not to like have my own hashtag or whatever. It's solely to educate and to warn to to be empathetic towards I don't want sympathy. Um maybe a little bit of empathy, 
but I definitely don't want sympathy. I think when people hear my story, their immediate reaction is, oh, you poor girl. And I'm like, no, no, not poor me. I'm doing fine. Okay, that's a lie. I'm not doing fine. I'm actually really falling apart. And, and it's about like five minutes away from a, a mental breakdown. It's about that time in, in the day. Uh, and so I thought maybe I should get my podcast record in before before I had a mental breakdown because my voice sounds super weird after I've been bawling for an hour straight. I adore each and every one of you people that decided to stop by and and take a listen to this. I'm honestly I'm honored that I have you as an audience. Um, I I am always up for suggestions on topics of um, what my podcast should be about. If you have questions for me, questions about my life, what it's like, whatever, please, please, please send me all the freaking questions. I am so down for all of it, and I will do my best to make sure that I have a couple of episodes where it's literally nothing but answering your questions. I I love that people are interested in me and my story and my life and the people that aren't interested and are still listening uh, 17 minutes in that I don't I don't know what you're doing here. I don't know at all. But you know what? Uh, thank you all so much for for allowing me to have a voice, whether it's loud or this thing goes dead after, you know, two episodes Either way, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to at least put this first one out. Um, and I, I'm so excited for what is to come. And my concept art, I don't know if you guys saw the cover art for my podcast, but it is top notch. Like, I'm not saying that I'm a model or anything, but wow. You know, it's super edgy. It's kind of like a, you know, this isn't a phase mom type of, you know, and maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe maybe it's really trash and I'm just being conceited right now. It could be trash. I don't know. But, you know, I, I always say this. Speak your mind because nobody can read it. Actually, that's a lie. I don't always say that. I literally just came up with that. I, I usually I usually say it is what it is, but the the former, you know, speak your mind or you know, that that I feel like that's a little bit more inspirational. I'm trying to be as inspirational as I possibly can, but I'm not going to lie, I don't think I'm a very inspirational person. So if she came if you came here for like feel goods and inspiration, then this is probably not the podcast for you. I'm not I'm not Delilah gonna give you like love advice. Honestly, my love advice to people is like just dump him, dump her, whatever, whatever it is that you're into. But anyways, before I like fly off on a completely different topic. Again, thank you guys so much for being here. So much for listening to my podcast. So excited for what the future holds. If the future holds anything, I will speak to you guys soon. Stay tuned. Sunday day, dream of our